Welcome back to The Hot Slice. This is our uh, weekly chat with pizza people from all around the U.S. Uh, I am Creative Director Josh Count, and with me today, the Executive Editor of Pizza Today, Denise Greer. Hello, Josh. I am here, and it's afternoon, and I am going to be peppy because I got an afternoon coffee. So. I have afternoon caffeine as well. <laughs> it, in yet. it hasn't kicked in, so it'll probably kick in about uh, 9.30 tonight when I'm trying to go to bed. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So real quick, before we jump into our guest, can we just talk about the fact that we have less than 50 days until Pizza Expo? It'll be 48 when you're listening to this, if you listen to this on Thursday. So it'll be 48 days to Pizza Expo. Um, you know, we got about this about this point last time. Well, even, even we got even farther along last time. Yeah, we got uh, within a couple of weeks. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I'm nervous, uh, of course, you know, just I'm because not, we've, no. we've, uh, we've promoted this thing four times at this point. So I'm just like, <laughs> let this happen. And I think it's, uh, I mean, I'm 99.9% sure it's going to happen. So that's, I'm not worried 100%. about it. Just, I'm 110% sure. Yeah. It's so I'm just, I'm just like, yeah, I'm just ready to get there. I'm just ready yeah. to get there and, and see everyone and and uh, enjoy the Pizza Expo and enjoy the Las Vegas heat yeah. and all. I'm just ready to get out of the house more than yeah. anything. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Me too. I'm ready. You know, and I bl- booked my flight because I booked my flight out of Indianapolis instead of Louisville. So I'm not flying with y'all, which is going to be weird. Um, yeah. But uh, but just booking my air, air flight, it was just like, oh, oh right. I haven't done this in a while. This is great. Um, yeah. So super excited for Vegas, super excited to see everyone. And um, it, it's just going to be such an epic event. I mean, registrations are going off the hook right now. Um, So if you haven't registered, get on it and register, get your plane tickets or get ready to drive if you're close uh, and get those hotels booked because uh, we're going to have a a show like, like nothing we've had before. Right. I mean, attendance is up um, year over year. And I think, I think that's the, that's with everyone. Everyone's just kind of excited to get back together and, uh, it's finally going to happen. And uh, yeah. Yeah. And then we got Las Vegas two months after, no, I'm sorry, Atlantic City yeah. two months after that with Pizza uh, yeah. and Northeast. Yeah. It's, it's going to be an exciting fall. And well, I shouldn't say, I mean, August is not fall. So it's late summer, early close, August. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's fine. But all right, let's kick into our guest because our guest has actually been to, been to expos quite, uh, quite recently and even has won. Uh, in the competition. So uh, who are we talking to today? Yeah, that's where I met this uh, gentleman. Uh, It's uh, Pete Tolman of Ironborn Pizza in Pittsburgh, PA. Uh, You know, he opened up, the last time I was in Pittsburgh, I think he just opened up in his food hall area. Mm So I didn't get to experience it, but uh, you know, we got to get back to Pittsburgh and we we got to get there. His, the whole aesthetic of Ironborn from their branding to their pizzas, to their photography, to, you know, uh, just their culture yeah. is absolutely point on on, on point. Yeah. So you know, if you need any inspiration, look to them. For absolutely, sure. it's dialed in. I mean, they they just they have everything just working, everything firing on all cylinders. Um, and he's such a he's such a unique guy. There's so much um, that you know he he didn't start out in pizza, and he came over to pizza. He does have a huge culinary background, so it's going to be really fun. Uh, and I'm going to try to get to Ironborn because in September I'm doing a big bike ride. Everybody knows that I, I'm a cyclist and I like to ride my bike. Well, I'm riding my bike from Washington, D.C. to Pittsburgh, um, and I am either going to 
kick off uh, my my trip with Ironborn, or I'm going to celebrate finishing with Ironborn, going on the um, the Great Allegheny Passageway and the CNO Path. I think so finish with it. I think I think it's something <laughs> yes. to look forward to. You know, now granted, it would be a nice, good carb carb load to, uh, to yeah. start with, but I think it's something you should that I should celebrate with. Yeah, I think so too. And hey, if if you own a pizzeria along the Great Allegheny Passage or the CNO Canal Path, I need to be, I need to fuel every day. So I will be looking for pizzerias because my um my trip probably will be fueled by pizza uh, and whatever else I can find <laughs> at the moment. So. Um. And this goes out to any pizzeria that has a pizzeria in my basement next to my Peloton. That's where I'll be. And uh, <laughs> nice. just, uh, yeah. Well, Pete might be with you because he's yeah. Peloton too. Peloton, <laughs> we're actually Peloton friends. Oh, that's, well, that's cool. Well, let's <laughs> let's uh, let's let's hop into our conversation with Pete and let's uh, let's get it rolling. Let's do this. With extraordinary pizza cheese comes extraordinary rewards. Only Baccio Exceptional Italian Pizza Cheese offers the Gold Club Rewards Program with monthly cash back on every cheese purchase. Members also receive funds twice a year to use in their exclusive marketing store. It's their way of saying grazie to customers. Schedule a demonstration at BaccioCheese.com slash hot slice and discover how rewarding Baccio Exceptional Italian Pizza Cheese can be. Pizza is your legacy. Build it with Baccio. Performance Food Service is proud to deliver high-quality products, innovative technology, and custom operational solutions to restaurants of all sizes across the country. The flagship division of Performance Food Group, with deep roots in the restaurant industry, Performance Food Service has been the exclusive distributor of the Roma family of brands for more than 65 years. This signature relationship has allowed Performance Food Service to become a leader in the pizza and Italian segment of food service nationwide. Man, it's great to see you. It's been a a few years, been a few years, but... uh... How's everything going? Everything's been good. Uh, both restaurants survived through the pandemic. So, uh, yeah, exactly. It was a stressful year, but uh, we kept grinding and people kept showing up to buy pizza. So it, it's been a blessing to say the least. Now you have a, you have a, a, a takeout, just takeout only spot and you have a dine-in takeout spot. So was that takeout spot pre-pandemic or did you guys kind of roll with that when you saw, hey, this is going to be a thing? Yeah, the the takeout shop in Nova, it's like a small suburb of uh, Pittsburgh, just outside, right across the river from Lawrenceville. Um, we opened that maybe a year and a quarter before um, the pandemic had happened. And then the one I'm in now is um, our small location. We opened this December, uh, December 2019. Mm-hmm. Right before the pandemic officially closed <laughs> in March, second week of March, like everybody. Yeah. So you were just getting in your groove and boom. Yeah, we pandemic. had three glorious months and then we got real scared they were gonna close us and then they, they did. So So what's the pizza scene like there in Pittsburgh? I mean, we of course know a little bit about what's right. happening there, but but I feel like it's actually pretty strong there. Um and I think it's it's kind of one of those un you know, you know, untapped markets that uh, that are really, really lively with pizza. Yeah, we have almost every single type of pizza here in one way or another. Um, anything from like your commodity pizza to fine dining, sourdough, uh, Neapolitan with Macarius, Caliente, Driftwood. 
Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure I'm going to forget something, but, but <laughs> yeah, tons of great pizza makers. Kevin Kahn with Mediterra, he makes Roman. Um, you've seen him at the Pizza Expo before. So we have lots of these great pizza makers and a lot of really interesting spots. Um, mm -hmm. So you can kind of touch every part that you would want in, in this uh, industry. Yeah. You know, we've been drooling over your pizza since you oh, had the, uh, since you started in the uh, food hall. Like it was a food yeah, hall, right? right. Yeah, and uh, yeah, 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 I just remember drooling over that, the pepperoni, the cups and the, yeah. just the, the slices. Um, you know, it's starting out because I know we do have a lot of people who listen that are, that are not, they're just getting ready to start the restaurant and just getting ready to get into it. And you have a very unique beginning starting as, um, a, uh, starting as a food hall and then growing into 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 units um kind of what was what was that like and and what are some of the lessons that you learned with uh with growing that way uh yeah we were in a restaurant incubator with uh it would be three other restaurants plus us each kitchen mm -hmm. was 150 square feet and you get a six foot metro rack oh wow chairs, um we used some of the floor space of the cooler for dough, which took up quite a bit of their, their room. But due to the contract, that's kind of what we were given. Yeah. They paid for the equipment. Um, we would pay our rent and equipment lease mm -hmm. uh, as 30% of sales, which actually was extremely high, I think, uh, after the fact. But yeah. um, for the exposure, for the experience and everything that had happened to us, uh, Ironborn kind of really took off right yeah. after I think I had 75 Detroit pizza pans at that time, and we, we weren't sure if we'd sell two or or what, and we sold 75 every day for wow. six to eight weeks. I ordered more the first night, like, we were in trouble as soon as it started, so. But that was good. It taught us to ramp up. It taught us to uh, dough practices, mm -hmm. using ice in the water, uh, scaling and yeah and more equipment and efficiencies so and starting off in a, a lot yeah starting off in a place that small that's right. and then going yeah. to even just your takeout spot oh my god i mean it's like we're in a stadium compared to right. <laughs> so we went from 150 square feet to 800 square feet for the millvale location mm -hmm. which feels big but now it's too small oh it's already too small <laughs> yeah this location's 2400 square feet Woo. yeah we spent the money to you know we have a nice pizza master pasta cooker we make all our everything in-house so wow from a very small restricted menu we've blossomed into i guess three restaurants yeah close the original but three and two that's awesome. Before we, into, before we get into like the 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 Detroit style pizza and like you know where where you found it, where you found where you uh, <laughs> fell in love with the Detroit style pizza, I want to talk about your aesthetic uh, of the of the restaurants. I mean, it's you know, I'm a designer, so it's it's a yes, it's beautiful. Your photography, your logo, how all your stores are painted in black. How did you come up with that? Did you work with a designer, or is this just kind of off the top of your head? So Ironborn, the name originally was going to, or was decided by my wife now. Um, it means Pittsburgh born, but there's lots mm -hmm. of good tie-ins with it. Um, we were born in the Steel City, which is iron. Yeah. Uh, we use uh, steel pans. Uh, we have steel menus, uh, steel beam right above me. 
Um, mm -hmm. So there's tons of tie-in. We're on a steel bar here. So we tied all that metal aspect into it and kind of gave it like grungy. Yeah. Masculine feel, but uh, the pizzas don't feed masculine, but the, the, uh, the branding kind of does. A lot of black, a little bit of orange. Um, but we used a local marketing company called uh, Top Hat Marketing. And they've worked with a lot of big brands around here and they're they're more and more known. So mm -hmm. um, all our uniforms are cohesive to our brand. And then we kind of discuss what makes sense and and um, what looks proper for the the field. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. this bright orange. I didn't want it to be like Harley Davidson orange. So yeah. it's like a yeah. custom neon bright um, yeah. cool orange. And mm -hmm. anybody's looking to, you know, to you know they don't have a, a, a so much a brand that they, they need to look at you guys and see what you guys are doing because it is so cohesive and so tight yeah, yeah absolutely go to the the photography i don't want to skip on that yeah right? like, the photography oh, yeah, that's, is beautiful yeah, that's where we first noticed it was just yeah. like okay. the high school with a buddy is his name is jason walt uh Baltonbach, but jason walt photo on instagram and as soon as we opened he came in and took shots and I didn't take social media as seriously maybe as my wife did. Uh -huh. uh, and now we have, I think, 17,000 followers in less mm -hmm. than three years. So taking nice pictures, paying attention to lighting, like Josh had said earlier, uh, really makes a difference. And then obviously your pizzas need to match what you're showing people. And we get that a lot. Like, wow, they actually do look. Actually, yeah. Jason, picture right behind us. That's our white pie right there. So Yeah. Wow. We also That's... use it to show Pittsburghers what the choice style pizza is. We'll say this is the white pie, six yeah. slices, eight by ten, the normal spiel. Brilliant. That's so cool. <laughs> um, are you are you going to be at the show this year? Are you going to be at uh, Pizza Expo? I hope to be. I am yeah. not currently enrolled, but I oh, okay. <laughs> um, we may just like everybody else, staffing has been a major issue. So for me and my general manager to take that time off, it's a little tough, but yeah, uh, we have some maintenance work that needs done. So I might close both restaurants and just take a hit and see if I can get some contractors in. Yeah. Hey, it's been a long year. We're taking a couple of days off. So yeah, I am that's, hopeful good, to that's do a good that. time of year to do it. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. right before all the kids go back Las to school. Vegas, Great. Yeah, there's pools and stuff out there after the show, right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah the, the pools will be happening. Um, you know, let's let's talk about staffing. Um, you said that you are you you know before we came on this podcast, you said that you are you are in your kitchen. I mean, you're actually you know working your pizza line right now. Um, what what's happening with your restaurant as far as employees and and when do you think that you'll you'll feel a little breath of fresh air? <laughs> I'm hoping two weeks before the pizza expo. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It has been getting better. Um, we've never been a restaurant that was like super short staffed that we had to close one location or this or that. We've just been, it's kind of like each restaurant is always short one person or job, yeah. um, whether that'll be front of the house for two weeks or uh, cooks <laughs> for two weeks. So, um, you know, we, we work through Indeed, we work through social media. We know lots of people in the city, so uh, we're trying our best, and we hope very shortly it's going to happen. And I, I think it will. I mean, we're, we're through the worst of it. 
Pennsylvania yeah. just dropped its mask mandate today, actually. So oh, wow. Even un unvaccinated people are allowed in public areas with no masks. Okay. Well, we're not going to fight with guests over that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. A lot, majority of our staff is vaccinated, so it's, it's been nice to take those masks off and breathe in front of the oven a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I got you. And it helps with your serving staff as well. It's like they don't have to get in battles with people all the time. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of masks to the bathroom. Very whatever. stressful. Yeah. 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 I can imagine because I just, I would never want to be a server right now because I'd be like, well, can you put your bet? Uh, uh, it's not me. I swear it's not me. Just do it. <laughs> so, yeah, it would be bad. Used to it, like dropping off food, being maskless, you like drop it extra far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got you. Um, let's let's talk food because you have quite the background. Uh, you know the culinary background, um, and then you got into pizza. You know, a lot of people probably think that you've been doing this for a long time, and that's really not the case. Uh, right. You know, when when did you first start doing pizza and when did you fall in love with it and say, all right, this is it. I got to go this direction. Um, that's a good question. I started cooking when I was 18, I think, in like a small seafood restaurant on the Allegheny River where I grew mm -hmm. up. Um, so I kind of learned the basics there. Went to a culinary academy, IUP. It's a really good program. Yeah. And then I kind of worked in hotels, five-star, four-star, steakhouses, fine dining, um, worked in Chicago for a while, and then yeah. I was executive chef of a large grocery chain, okay. similar to like a Trader Joe's. I was in prepared foods there for seven years. During all that time, you know, everybody that cooks or went to culinary school, everybody wants to open their own place. Yeah. So like the quiet goal is by 30 years old, you'll open your own place. So yeah. kind of in my head, I felt I had the management experience. I had the culinary background. I knew mm -hmm. about bread. Um, so we were either going to open a pizza shop or a coffee shop. And oh, I got you. I still think about the coffee shop a lot. But uh, we weren't sure what type of pizza, and I was already kind of messing around with it. I think you guys know this story, but... Mm -hmm. I went on a vacation to Telluride, Colorado. Ah, we yeah. know. <laughs> Everybody was, all my friends that have been there are like, you gotta go to this pizza place called Brown Dog. It's Detroit style. Yep. I remember saying like, all right, you know, whatever. I didn't know what Detroit style pizza was. Um, mm -hmm. They couldn't really explain it to me. So we went out there and the second night we ate there mm -hmm. and I was just blown away. Uh, Jeff Smokovich is the yes. owner and we're Such a good man. now and on the team, uh, World Pizza Champions together. Yeah. But, uh, I ate it that night. We took pictures and I remember looking at being at the table like, I don't understand how Pittsburgh doesn't know about this. Why don't <laughs> yeah. Shop right. like this. So I'm, I said kind of jokingly, but seriously, like we're going to open one of these in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. And I started working on it a week or two after that. And mm -hmm. that I think a year almost to the day we took that vacation, I, I, I successfully landed the position at that food incubator. You had to try out and, yeah. and do the whole process. But oh wow! The short story is I went on a vacation to Brown Dog <laughs> and Telluride, and that's that's how I found out about 
you know, Jeff's such a good guy. He is actually, yeah. he's taught so many people how to, uh, yeah. to do Detroit style out of, you know, he does a, a demonstration at Pizza Expo and uh, at Pizza and Pasta Northeast. Um, so he's just a wealth of knowledge when it, when it comes, to, uh, comes to Detroit. And now Detroit is everywhere. Right. I think we have one spot, right, Josh? In um, we have uh, we have Emmy Squared, Emmy Squared, and, yes, and that's right. that's the only Detroit spot we have in Louisville. Emmy Squared, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we don't have a local spot. We don't. Have we don't have a local spot. So we're we're waiting for uh, some Lavolian to uh, to open us a, a, a Detroit yeah, trial yeah, spot. Very far out of town. And I'm never <laughs> actually, but I got like, you. So how, what did it, like when you brought Detroit back to uh, Pittsburgh, you know, cause I think about Pittsburgh and I, you know, there isn't one style that really resonates with, uh, with, you know, Pittsburgh folks. So like when you brought Detroit back, how easy was it? Cause I mean, it seems like you caught fire real quickly um, once you started pushing out your Detroit. Yeah. I, I think, I think part of it was marketing and just the buzz that like, new chefs were coming in and, mm -hmm. and everybody loves pizza so they heard a pizza shop was coming and yeah and you see it's Detroit style pizza and they're all wondering what that is yeah. so there's a maybe a couple like Pittsburgh magazine picked up on us and a local newspapers like that first week yeah I think people had already known about the idea of the restaurant incubator idea Mm -hmm. um, I think they they started trying it and then they <laughs> thought it was a high quality product and it was a lot of word of mouth and then you know as we said before social media took off and we went from zero to thousands of followers mm -hmm. it, it was a very interesting experience to say the least yeah frustrating yeah you work hard all day and you're out of everything <laughs> it's, it's a good experience also well, when you have a, a beautiful product, which you do, and you have great photography, and it's brand new to the scene, I mean, that's just a recipe for just being over, absolutely overwhelmed with business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the incubator had 200 seats and like a communal bar. So you would walk mm -hmm. in, see four restaurant lines, and then sit wherever you want. The bar is a separate transaction. So they would probably fit like 250 locals in there. It's yeah. like a big party with four exciting restaurants trying to keep up. Oh yeah, and you had to submit. So when you did this, uh, when you tried to qualify for this business incubator, you had to submit your business plan and um, how. What else was involved with that process? I'm just curious. Um, yeah, a series of questions like, mm -hmm. "How did you learn to cook? Tell us about your formidable years cooking. Mm -hmm. um, general business plan, name, logo, ideas, colors, um, things like that." and then a basic menu. And then they actually had, they had like a judge from Bon Appetit, Terry Polis came in town, four different chefs from Pittsburgh tasted and then like their management company. So it was like eight different oh, wow. people on a panel. And then they each could ask any question they wanted. Sounds like, like one of those restaurant TV that. shows. <laughs> yeah, like you just didn't show up and started serving pizza. You right. had to go so through the crowd. Eight people, eight different business concepts and four moved on. So. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that, that's a lot to go through to, to get into those uh, spots. Yeah. I yeah. Mean. It was a stressful day, but we came prepared and a lot of the things we said there are still true today. So, yeah. So when you were talking about how you, you built this um, 
gorgeous marketing plan and branding plan. How much maintenance are you having to do now? Like what, um, you know, like, are, are you spending a pretty good percentage of your, of your budget on continually marketing or are you, are you more kind of uh, set it in word of mouth now? Uh, with daily Instagram and social media, I've, we've passed that off to Jason and given him full responsibility and he can do whatever he wants. He can come shoot any day he wants. Just give us a couple of days heads up and we'll make these for you. And he'll kind of do his own thing and stay out of our way. And then I'll put it up. Um, with the marketing group, we did maybe a year in Ironborn. We changed our logo to what we wear today and the branding behind it. Um, so with that, with the marketing company, we kind of did like a, a price your own like website. We'll do five logos. We'll help you choose paints and a little bit of that. And that was like one big bulk bill. Mm -hmm. and, and hopefully by the expo, they'll be taking over my merchandise also. So they'll brand uh, brand new t-shirts. Yeah. Uh, we have square uh, pizza pins coming. Oh, nice. If you uh, if you come to Expo, please bring some of that swag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we uh, want to see that swag. I need to get on them to make sure that happens. Yeah, you know yeah, so, how so important is merch? Two different, two different bulk bills of marketing to help me get open, and it's kind of maintenance work from here. Yeah. Okay, that works. You know, as far as merch, because I think a lot of people overlook merchandise. And when you have a brand like yours, it just, it screams merchandise and swag because it's just, it, it kind of goes with what you do. Um, so how important is it to offer that merchandise and how do you, how are you offering it? Uh, we have a small display at the front of the restaurant where we kind of do t-shirts and hats. And then uh, occasionally we'll do like little t-shirt giveaways on Instagram. Yeah. Um, since pandemic, we kind of stopped on the merch and I probably okay. shouldn't have, but it was just one of those things where you don't know spending a thousand dollars on shirts is worth it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't do it very hard through the pandemic, but uh, we are going to do a brand new like set of shirts and, you know, use a little personality and mm. uh, try to make it unique. So I got you. Uh, well, hey, Josh, uh, you know, let's close him out on one good question. What uh, what question would you like to ask Pete here? Well, I was going to ask, you know, you, you was undecided about going to Expo. I was like, oh, are you gonna, guys going to compete this year? Because you have competed in the past. You've done really well. Um, are you looking Are you looking to compete again in the future or anything like that? Yeah, I, it seems I miss that. I, mm -hmm. I'm not sure if there's a waiting list, but I would join that if it exists uh we have competed in the past and done very well i think we got third in caputo cup a couple <laughs> years ago and then i got first in northeast to, in yeah. las vegas but i uh, i lost i think i got third overall yeah so uh, now caputo you can still get do w and, and yeah. make it happen we're confident but i remember there was a state one there's a steak a one y'all did. There was a steak one from one of your guys um, did. I don't think that was us. That may have been Caliente. We did like oh. a pepperoni. Uh, Sarah made a kielbasi. Uh, is it kielbasi? <laughs> Slovenian sausage. <laughs> Slovenian sausage. I got six, I think, with the white pie. And that's nice. what I make every day. Yeah. 
the Cubano was the Las Vegas one where I got first overall. That had smoked pork, ham, uh, roasted pickles, raw pickles. Oh, honey yeah, it was, it was that's a good amazing. <laughs> honey over the last. That was good that day. Yeah. One of those good days. It's funny over the last uh, three years, of course, it wasn't last year, but last three, four years, the Panda Vision is the one to watch. And everybody's like, there's yeah. the Panda Vision. It used to be non-traditional yeah. or whatever. Now the Panda Vision is the one to be in. Yeah, I've been competing in non-traditional, so I was going to try for Pan this year. But yeah. maybe, I mean, hopefully next year and maybe in Atlantic City. But. Yeah, I was going to say, AC is open. You, I mean, if you want to, I think it's, it's still uh, pretty cool. good. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's great. Well, thank you so much for coming on and talk to, talking to us today. We, we can't wait to see what happens with Ironborn. You guys just, you've got everything firing on all the cylinders the right way. We, uh, we love to watch you and just keep us posted on what's happening. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Hope to see, All you. Right. see you on the Peloton, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. You both are on Peloton together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Me, him, and Tony C. Tony C was yeah. working out. Uh, uh, I can't keep up with his numbers yeah. at all. His, he's yeah. Killer. I, get, I, well, I just see you two like rode this day, rode that day. And yeah. then my wife's been working on her gym. So that's my excuse. But it, it's <laughs> a poor excuse. I'm just literally not working out <laughs> well i was confused now. i was asking so who's better uh, <laughs> who, beat, tony, who wins yeah. tony 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 i mean he's got some legs on him yeah <laughs> he, he does like the hardest rides for 45 minutes like, see i go outside and do it outside that's I'm 20 minutes know. in and out <laughs> see i'm, I'm like, out for like five impact, hours low impact 15 minutes. yeah yeah. And Pete, I'm going to try to come visit you. Uh, yeah, in yeah, uh, in yeah. September, I'll be on a vacation where I am going to bicycle from Pittsburgh or from Washington, D.C. to Pittsburgh. So I'll be in Pittsburgh oh, twice. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to definitely try to hit you up either on the way to to get out of town or when we come back, celebrate, get a celebrate awesome. finishing. Yeah, that's, great. <laughs> so, that's great. All right. Well, take care and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Cool. Thank Thank you. All right. Take care.